Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Um, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is uh, April 19, 2022. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Reddy Newman PC has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. Um, if you have any questions, please raise your hand. Uh, if you're a newcomer, please let us know. Gautam? Yes. Let's go, Tumgard. So uh, my concern here is I already applied EB3, uh, I-485, and EAD and advanced parole. So mm-hmm. in October 2020, I guess, and and I applied EAD and AP a little bit late in February 2021. I haven't mm-hmm. received any update on EAD and the advanced parole. So my main question is my priority date is the uh, July 2013 and EB2 is current right now. So I'm about to apply EB2 either interfile or refile. So which one mm-hmm. do you suggest? That's my first question. Second question is... Answer. I don't have a straight answer, one line answer for it. I have a lot of answers for it. I will give you the video. I want you to watch it. Okay. And the second question is... Uh, uh, since I haven't received any update on my EAD uh, on EB3, so while doing this interfile or 485, whatever the option is, I would like to know which is which I can, I mean, whether I can apply EAD in, in EB2 or not. Since you should, I already. You should, if you're refiling it, you should apply for EAD under, you should apply for uh, EAD in advance for EB2 also. I want you Matt to watch only, this video. Matt only said uh, we cannot apply it's illegal or whatever it is, uh, she no, said, and I'm very disappointed with that. Next, next, it's not illegal. Next person, please. We do apply it. Okay. Rama? Thank you okay. so much. Mr. Reddy, this is Ms. Kravidi. Uh, 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 Suti, can you make me co-host? I can't send messages to people. Oh, no, I can. Go ahead. Go ahead, Shruti. Thank you, Mr. Reddy, for providing us this opportunity. Yes. So uh, my question today is, originally I was in EB2 and my priority date was June 2013. And, uh, June what? 2013. Okay. And I downgraded to EB3 in October 2020 when the date got advanced. Now, since EB2 is progressing, I asked my employer to do the transfer of underlying, um, to uh, upgrade to EB2 back, do the interfile and the transfer of underlying basis and so what my employer originally said, yes, they can do, but now what they're saying is they heard something from USCIS recently that they made a comment at a panel 
based on the comments, my employer is anticipating that there would be a further additional guidance on upgrade request when there is a EB3140 comment. So no, no. If you either you refile it, if you're not refiling it, do do upgrade it. Send it to them in the instructions they are good. They have already given to us. So there's no new comments or in the. That's what they said. Like they heard something in the pan, and so I don't. No, know. there is nothing. They are saying that. Um, they are saying that. Uh, they are saying that it's going to be. Uh, uh, they are saying that it's going to be. Um, they're going to process it very fast. But I would want you to interfile right now immediately. That's what we wanted to. Okay, that sounds great. Next person, please. Thank you. Madhu? Hi, uh, Rahul. Uh, my my um, question is related to uh, my parents' visitor visa. Can I ask that question? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so <clears throat> they had the uh, initial passport till last year. It is renewed. But the visa is, uh, US visitor visa is available until July 22nd, 22. Uh, mm -hmm. Can they use the new renewed passport and uh, visa from the old passport and travel to us absolutely they can and so uh, what you can they, yeah. yeah can they stay here until the last uh, almost end of the visa expiry or no ma'am no ma'am even though their visa is expiring in july if they visit in the country they'll give them six months permit even after the visa expires if the i-94 is given given for six months they can stay for six months period Okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rahul. Next person, please. It's not the passport visa, it's an I-94. If your passport visa says 10 years, can they stay 10 years? No. But if the passport visa says two months, if the I-94 is six months, they can stay for six months. Next person, please. Nagosai. Um, hi, Rahul. Thanks for the opportunity. This is regarding my spouse. Um, she was uh, on H4 EAD once and... Uh, and she converted uh, to H1 uh, with a change of status on 2019. And she has mm -hmm. it until 2021, uh, August 30th, 31st. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. after after that, she was not sure where she will end up. So we applied for H4 again. But she got a job and her H1 got approved on September 2nd of 2021. Mm-hmm. And we have, we sent a letter to USASS regarding withdrawal of the H4 on September 4th, but her mm -hmm. H4 eventually got approved on September 17th. Mm -hmm. Now it got expired on April 1st and she, she's still working on H1. She wanted to know if... Okay, if the, best thing, the, best thing right now, the, the best thing right now is, first of all, first she needs to go to Mexico and come back. Come back, okay. Yeah, on H1B. And then okay. afterwards, she can go to Mexico if she wants to. Okay. So we are we are. Are there any drawbacks, uh, or she get uh, stuck over there in Mexico for any reason? I don't see any she... chance for it. Okay. Got I don't it. see any chance yeah. for it. Okay. okay. Thank. Sudhakar. Hey Rahul, thanks for giving this opportunity. Uh, so Rahul, I have my priority date is 1st December 2014. I have EB2 and EB3. EB3, I have uh, EAD. 1st December 2014, okay? Correct, yes. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. So first question. So I'm confused right now whether I need to stick to EB3 or EB2. That's the first question uh, because it's right now, right now you're only, uh, okay. Uh, so you, your prior date, final action date is not current. Though. No, it's only the date of filing is just got uh, uh, updated. No, date of, sorry, for, date of filing is also not current for you. Oh, it's uh, first, 20, first December 2014, the May says. Yeah, but yours is also first December, is it right? Correct. It has to be one before. day before. Oh, okay. That clarifies. Give me some clarity. Okay. okay. The second yeah. question. I have a job opportunity that uh, on I want to switch or use the EAD and uh, advanced parole and switch the job. But then okay. you're going to stuck with EB3 then. Uh, I understand. Yeah. But it's a very attractive job offer, so I don't want to lose that so my second question is uh, uh i want to travel to india in month of july so mm -hmm. is it advisable to switch the company apply uh, supplement j and then travel or before that because it's just if a you, month if you, so, if, you right? if, if you decide to if you decide what is month though uh, what is uh, month uh, next, what is just a month yes if I apply for supplement J, in, if I'm going to switch in the end of May, right? So, and mm -hmm. the company asks, uh, they apply for supplement J in month of June. So, mm -hmm. and I'm traveling in July. Will I be any problem getting back? Absolutely, you will not have any problem. So, I can still do that. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And, and when, still, is, when, is your, when is your advance parole expiring? It's in 2024, uh, 2024 uh, March. You you're absolutely don't have any problem whatsoever at all. Okay. In you traveling outside the country, coming back in advance parole, even though you shifted the job two days ago. Oh, okay. Great. And uh, third question, I'm sorry, I'm asking one more question here. So is it, uh, uh, since the uh, EAD and advance parole approval rates are more than 12 months, so is it advisable to be on EB3 or do you want me to do on, on, on H1? If I were you, I would be on EAD. And if needed, though, you can sue the USCIS after six months after you file the uh, EAD application if it's not approved. Okay, great. Thanks, Rahul. Suren? Hey, hi. Suren? Uh, yeah, can you hear me? Go ahead. Yes, I can. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so my uh, 480, I have 480 EAD in hand. Um, but my mm -hmm. EB3 downgrade I-140 is not approved yet. So mm -hmm. can I have a job offer? Can I take it or I need to? No, no, sir. For previous guy, I said it's fine. For you, absolutely not. Okay, even though I have the EAD in hand, that doesn't, I-140 is yeah. in risk here, right? So right, right. I-140, if the guy withdraws I-140, you're screwed up. You'll okay, be roaming around our office for mm -hmm. the next five years. Okay. If I get my I-140 approved, uh, I still have to wait another 180 days or? No, sir. Have... No, sir. As soon as you get I-140 approved, you can move the next day. Okay. Or you can move the same day if you want. Okay. And can I, if I, if I get my I-140 approved and uh, can I do, uh, can I go back to EB2 later or with a new employer or that's going to be difficult to ask for? They will have to file a labor and I-140 again for you. Got you. Got you. And how about interfiling? Can I do interfile if I... We do not, we do, we, you can interfile, but until I-140 has been approved, you are not scot-free. Yeah, I-140 is approved. I've changed my employer. No. Now no. can I interfile if EB2 is current? 
after you change the employer, interfile mm -hmm. with which I-140 will you interfile? I have, okay, that is with previous employer, EB2. You I cannot do interfiling with the previous employer. Okay, got you. Okay. Okay, Thank, thanks. Rob. Next thanks. person, please. Rudvi. Rahul, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, yesterday, you've raised my question in comment section, but haven't got the uh, exact reply. So uh, this is my situation. Uh, I have applied for a change of status from F1 to H1 uh, in July last year, and I got it approved. It's, a, it's not an in-house project. It's a genuine project. And uh, that project got ended, and I moved on to a new project in January. Uh, like, but there is a gap of three months uh, while filing the amendment because of the client related delays and all that. Now, USCIS uh, gave me a notice of intent to revoke based on the site visit with the previous client. So, what are the chances that uh, uh, we clear the NOIR or uh, can I apply a transfer at this point of time? I would want you to apply a transfer immediately. Okay. Okay. The transfer may still get an H1B without the I 94. There's a chance for it, but I will apply for transfer right now. Okay. okay. So what are the chances that uh, we have everything genuine? It's not anything like... Uh, then you're fine. My okay. only problem is if the first project is not genuine though, they will mm -hmm. revoke it for fraud. Once they revoke it fraud, you're not technically counted for the H1B number. Okay. Okay. But in okay. your case, you're fine. Next okay. person, please. Thank you. Manish? Manish Patil? Yes. 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 Uh, hi, Rahul. Thank you for giving us the opportunity. So this, my question is more related to B2 visitor visa. Uh, this is regarding my parents. Uh, they are here and they got stamped for six months. So they have till June 16th. And in the May, month of May, around May 15th, we are planning to visit Mexico. So my question here is once they come back here at airport, they get new stamp since they have till June 16 or they, they will very, they will there is not a, do anything. There is a 90% chance they will only give until June. Okay. And so after they have till June 16th, then we will be coming back on around May 21st. Now mm -hmm. I wanted to file that extension also. I do so not recommend filing an extension for B2 visitors though. The reason is that visiting visa is only for them to come and visit in United States. In United States, when parent visits their children or their uh, their children though, they stay in a hotel, mm -hmm. not like us is, right? Mm -hmm. So we do not recommend filing an extension that will cause problem at a later time when they want to come back. That will cause a problem when they want to extend the B2 visa though. Oh, okay, because plan was, you know, file extension. I know they don't give up to us. Plan was, you know, to stay another two to three months with the US. Yeah, the, prob the problem is, if they stay for two to three months and they leave the country, your biometrics are not done. The B2 will get rejected. So B2 gets rejected. Their passport visa is automatically invalid. That means that they cannot come on that passport visa. Recently in Houston, though, in my city where I live in, one of the mm -hmm. parents, mother, old lady was coming that way. They put on the deportation proceeding when they were sending back to her, she died in the airlines. So oh. the passport visa becomes invalid if the extension gets denied. So she, they cannot travel on that. They will have to apply for the visa. When they apply for the visa, as I already told you, since you extended, they will have a problem in getting the visa. So you are saying if biometrics has not done and if they leave the country, that is not good? 
either way it's not good even if it's done also it's going to have a lot of pro- significant problem yes we understood at the covid period of time we said that's fine to extend it but in fact we do not encourage filing video extensions sir except oh, okay. in medical emergencies okay next when people have cancer and they're getting cured yeah that makes good sense to do it next person please rohit hi um so my question is i'm on h1b and uh, uh i have my i140 approved my wife uh, she has filed for h4 ead last year on july 14 2020 uh it's been uh, 279 days and uh, i this year uh, my visa was valid till uh, may uh, 31st 2022 now my question to you is like we filed for an extension me i got approved she got also you... she also got approved mm-hmm. and uh, now did you not the... file ead when you filed for her no i didn't why not uh, because we have already filed uh, initially that already was only until may 2022 oh okay file so, it right now please oh do we have to file it right now okay asap today okay okay sir thank you oh the, she would have got the ead by this time next person please you need to start listening to our videos that we present okay every tuesday next person Nirm- nirmala Hey, hi Rahul, this is Nirmala uh, and uh, here is my case. Um, I have my uh, uh, 485 filed in EB3. Uh, fingerprints were given, medical submitted and I just... Priority date? Uh, priority date is February 3rd, 2012 mm-hmm. in EB3. Uh, sorry, um, I have my approved 140 in EB3 mm-hmm. and uh, I got my 765 approved last week. Uh, mm-hmm. The EB cards are uh, being mailed. Uh, my question is, am I eligible to, for inter-filing of 485 in EB2 as my Absolutely, president? you are eligible for inter-filing. Uh, what are the pros and cons in my case, given the uh, progress of my case in EB3 already? First of all, there are two options, ma'am. Inter-filing and re-filing. Yeah. Okay? If you, re-filing is completely re-filing the entire application. Mm-hmm. now there are some pros and cons of completely refiling the um, application and interfiling though mm-hmm. but if you are not doing anything it's not good either you do interfile or you do refile and i am not going to take my opinion on refiling and interfiling you can take, you can check it though but if you are not refiling absolutely there is no i mean i would strongly recommend of refiling i'm sorry interfiling interfiling yeah okay yeah. okay thank the you only the only chances are you going to change the job in the next 6 months if you're not going to change the job in the next 6 months definitely do re- interfiling no okay? no i am not going to yeah yeah thank you yeah. Mm-hmm. some companies Thanks. allow refiling that's up to you but just watch the video okay okay, okay. do right. one or the other thing next person please sure thanks kishore reddy Hello. Yes, Kishore. Hello. Yes, Kishore. Uh, hi, Rahul, sir. I'm, namaste. I'm Kishore Reddy. Uh, I have obtained my F1 visa for an MBA program in University of New York, and uh, I have arrived late by 35 days, and 
and uh, that time 70% course is completed so i have deferred the course uh, and i felt like uh, joining afresh and i have my visa already i mean my f1 visa already but the problem is like when i email the university they are not responding and when they responded after i just left the university they said like i need to pay all the fee again uh, if i want to come back to the course in uh, fall 2022 so i'm just thinking like uh, uh, is were you any, able to were you able to log into i the... apply for my visa were you able to log into uh, were you able to log into the civis system uh, no sir actually i'm i'm not actually how come you arrived like 45 days after the course work started um, because like my ud has given me i mean uh, thrice they have changed my id giving a uh, different date i mean so that i won't have any problem at the airport Uh, i mean like entering the us so they have changed my uh, start date so that i'll be able to um, uh, get into the course yeah you definitely are violating the status right now which university you are from uh, from fordham university sir yeah you're violating the status you should consult a lawyer you should consult a lawyer immediately actually i have informed okay i have uh, left the us already sir my within 30 days i have left the university i'm in oh, my assistant oh so you left the US, you left the usa that's good okay yeah, yes sir well, i have left the us within 30 good. days i informed my assistant yeah that's very good that you did though instead of deferring you have to apply for another university now that will be the best situation for you yeah that's what sir now the problem is like uh, my university i have applied for a different university i got my i20 again and they offered me a better scholarship also i am now happy with that but the problem is like when i have an f1 uh, i mean visa already uh, when i go for my f1 visa again this year will i have any problem will i get rejected will i be grilled in the interview or something like that they will, they may there is a chance you, you are eligible for dropbox there is a chance they will grill it you though why did you come back so fast There's a chance, but you don't have much option. You'll have to take it, okay? Sir, I have my email records. Uh, I have my email records with the university professor, where he said very clearly, like, uh, even yeah, if I submit my all my assignments. Those are within 30 seconds. Within 30 seconds that you have with the consulate, uh, you okay. better speak with the lawyer before. If you have been called for the interview, I want you to speak with the lawyer because you need to present yourself in 30 seconds. Though they are not going to look into the email records. Next person, please. Okay. Abu, ah, uh, is this ah uh, Deepak Babu your uh, calling? Yes, yes. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Um, hi, ah, uh, uh, hi Rahul. Thanks for taking my question. So, um, uh, I'm on H uh, one B. I have uh, I one forty with my uh, current company, uh, and um, uh, I have booked. for um, a, a dropbox appointment on in may on may 5th uh, and um, uh, you know i plan to travel uh, to india to get my uh, visa stamped now um, in the meanwhile i know i uh, have uh, uh, been uh, offered and also my h1 
transfer with another company has been uh, approved. Um, so now the question that I have uh, is, if I intend to stay with my current employer and get my visa stamped uh, on the current uh, uh, employer itself, uh, because in my DS-160, I have filled out uh, the current employer's petition and all that. So will that be a problem, uh, number one? And um, that uh, and would that mean that automatically- So, so wait, wait a minute, you, you have a company A, you have okay. an I-140 approval, you have a company B, H-1B approval, but you never joined company B. No, I never joined company and B. You never intend to company, you never intend to join company B. Yeah, at the moment, I don't intend to join company B. Okay, you can ignore it. You just go and get the H-1B stamp with company A and come back. You don't have to mention about company B anywhere. Uh, when I go to uh, stamping, will they, uh, because it's a transfer that has been done, will they ask that, you know, if, do you? No. They can ask. I'll be very surprised if they ask. They can ask. It doesn't matter. You can ignore it. I I thought I was joined company B. I decided not to. Okay. Um, and um, so uh, if, you know, but once I have been uh, stamped with my current company and uh, uh, return, uh, will they uh, need, um, I mean, uh, the, 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 the company B offer uh, and the transfer, is that still valid? Um, if I No, it's not valid. It's not valid. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. Next, next person, please. Because once Sham? you enter in company A's I-94, you are stuck with company A. Sham, go ahead. Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you for taking this call. Uh, sir, I have a question like, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'll just let it. Uh, I'm so sorry, sir. Sir, uh, I, I am on H-1B and uh, uh, my priority date is uh, uh, March 2013. And uh, I uh, in 2020, I downgraded to, from EB2 to EB3 and now I got mm -hmm. my EAD under EB3. Mm -hmm. So um, now I'm interfiling for EB2. Uh, Did EB2. your EB3 I-140 got approved? Yes, sir. I got, it got approved and uh, I got EAD uh, in mm -hmm. that. And, uh, but still I'm maintaining my H1B. I didn't move yet to even, I am working with the same company. I didn't change anything. Okay, got it. So you're uh, doing interfiling, okay? I'm doing interfiling. So my question here is, can I start like, uh, I, I'm planning to start a business uh, because now I got EAD. Uh, I'm planning to start a small business. So if I start the business, will it impact my H1B or will that be okay? That will impact your H1B. My suggestion is that, are you married? Yes, sir. Why don't you have your wife start the business? Uh, yeah, she can. She can, but... That, uh, that'll be better though, because it will impact your H1B though. Definitely impact your H1B. Is it not possible like I can uh, do the... Because my H1B is valid till 2024. I can do the work no, on can, EAD and later on I can... Then you, then, then you are an EAD. Okay. Okay. Then you are an EAD. Okay. And, Okay. And the second question, sir, this is clear. Uh, so second question is, um, uh, like, as I said, I'm working with the same company, but this company is acquired by some other company. So that's why 140, we reapplied EB to 140 and we did in premium process. Now the question is 140 is approved. Do I need to go interfile or refile? So what is your suggestion? Uh, you want to, you have to watch the video that I gave it to you, refile and interfile. Everybody asks the same question. <laughs> I'm in dilemma, sir. People are saying that, okay, do the interfile, it will be faster. 
I, 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 you can watch the back. Next person, please. Okay, thank you, sir. Siddha Venkata. Hi, hi, Rahul sir. Thank you, thank you for this opportunity. So my priority date is um, uh, October second, twenty fourteen. I missed the boat in October twenty twenty because uh, of the change of job. Uh, my perm uh, with the current company got approved uh, last year June, and at that point, uh, it is an EB two perm. Uh, at that point, since EB three is moving, my company said EB three suggested, and uh, we we applied I one forty in EB three category at that point. And um, since now my EB two priority date, you is can file an I one forty and four eight five right now. Concurrent filing, you recommend concurrent filing? Um, uh, I would recommend file an I one forty, get a receipt notice, and file a four eight five afterwards. Okay, based on that receipt notice, right? Absolutely, you can. Okay, got it. Thank, thank you. And do you or do you recommend um, sending medicals in four eighty five? Absolutely, absolutely, yes. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Malikarjun. That's an easy solution for you. Malikarjun, go ahead. The last caller today, guys. I have another Zoom call, conference after twelve. Go ahead. Uh, thank you, sir. Thanks for this call. Uh, I just have a question. My priority date is uh, two thousand fourteen May. Um, my data so uh, data filing is in current i'm applying for 485 ead ead purpose now uh, i just want to know i'm in the ohio location where to send the first question is where to send the all the documentation for immigration for uh, all the forms is it the phoenix i don't location? remember i don't remember on that you have a lawyer is right file 485 yes yeah yeah let him do it okay i don't okay. remember and, on top there are like four addresses now Okay, and one more question regarding this: uh, Do I need to submit medical right now, or can I wait for until? I recommend uh, filing medical. Okay, okay, sir. Thank you. Thanks for that my question. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I'm sorry I couldn't take any calls today. The next uh, conference call will be tomorrow. And don't forget that we do have a YouTube and Facebook live from five to six, and we take live questions from five to six. Though. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites: rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.